Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, welcome back. It is Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everyone is looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Matt, how are you doing? I know a little bit different today as far as podcast recording, but I'm sure we're ready to go. I feel like an 80-year-old man right now. Uh, So we're doing some home construction at my house, and about... Uh, let's see, half hour ago, I was tearing up uh, carpet, and it, I don't know, like, I, I don't have, like, a lot of aches and pains in life. I now know that I'm going to have a bad back when oh. I grow up, because <laughs> I was tearing up carpet for, like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, and I, I can barely move. Well, Matt, I'm hoping that just one experience is not going to sway your uh, physical stature by the time you turn 80. So I you think know how both... old I feel right now. Uh, you know what, Matt? We're going to save that because what's funny, we might actually be talking about childhood things. So I don't want to make you feel too old yet. But uh, well, no, I was are... just going to say I'm so old that like I'm so sore. I don't even want to drink a beer. I'm drinking water. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh man well anyways guys let's jump into our entertainment topics yes, for sir. today we got some spicy ones apparently from just uh, a little briefing before we started the recording but we're gonna jump in them today uh however we're gonna start off with uh, a little adventure that matt and i had this past week uh so as all gamers and anybody who at least has a pulse uh knows that the playstation 5 was just released this past week uh, within that itself, um, it sold off the shelves faster than you can say sold out. Uh, and what was happening was at 9 o'clock that same night, it was about to be restocked. On a Thursday night, that's how I remember it. Thursday night, it was going to get restocked, and Matt was texting me. Um, Matt, I'll, I'll just throw it over to you as far as like how, how you started and all that. So Yeah, so I saw people tweeting all day that they were trying to buy PS5s and were unsuccessful, especially from Walmart. So at like 7 o'clock, for some reason, I knew Walmart was out of stock, but I just checked the website. So I go under, and I click on the PS5 version that I was hoping to get, which is the digital version. For anyone that doesn't know, it doesn't take discs, so you have to download all the games. But it's cheaper. So I saw it's restocked at 9. So I was like, all right, like I have nothing to do this night. I'm going to wait it out and wait till 9 o'clock. So then started texting Mike. And then, Mike, you texted me. I'll let you take back over. <laughs> so it seemed like you were just very nervous that your chances were very slim. Oh, I knew I had no chance. You knew I had no chance. But <laughs> to me, as a best friend, a roommate for life, I was like, you know what? I'm going to help him out. So I spent my night trying to buy a ps5 format um but in the instance if we both got a ps5 at the same time i'd probably say you know what i got a ps5 who cares (laughs) yolo (laughs) unfortunately we did not get the ps5 sad face we got close we got close i was in the checkout and i was selecting how i wanted to deliver it or if i had store pickup which by the way i forgot i don't know if i told you i wasn't able to get it shipped to a store how to get shipped to me yep so that wouldn't have worked anyway Mm. uh but then it timed out and yeah walmart had people were big mad at walmart right big mad (laughs) i mean they had they restocked i think at 12 3 5 and 9 and i had buddies that tried all four hours to get a ps5 and were unsuccessful they were twitter was going at him matt i think i I actually 
had a draft tweeted at Walmart. I was like, you know what? I'm not that mad. I'm not going to be that person. You're the people of Walmart, Matt. But going into the, you know, just the the pace, look at the pace in which Walmart was starting with. Um, while Matt was in checkout, I was like trying to go back to the homepage and see if I could start the process again. And I was like, you know what? I said, let me just see if it's a me thing, an internet thing, or if it's a you thing, meaning Walmart. So I had walmart.com open. I then hopped over to Amazon, new tab, not even like half a second it showed up i'm like yep it's definitely walmart so matt i grieve with you man i understand the hardships but i think what i wanted to talk about more specifically today um it was very similar to lining up at the door on a black friday and i kind of wanted to share some of our experiences as far as us either waiting in line or waiting for that time because it was funny when we were joking around i'm like man it's like registering for college courses here. <laughs> it, it was more stressful than registering for college courses for me. So thought we'd share some of our experiences. I'll start with my very first one that I ever got to experience. Um, I started with um, getting myself my own HP laptop. Uh, it was at Walmart, conveniently enough. Of course uh, it was. My father and I were on in line. So it wasn't like outdoor the line and then you had to like sprint in the back of the electronics section. Like it was open but you were able to stand in the back and there was like so many things that were on sale i don't even know what specifically there was but um my father and i stood in line i think it was we were there at like seven thirty, and then we got ours i think at about like nine o'clock so i think an hour and a half that we actually did it so and i had my i think if i'm correct i think i paid it with my own money too believe it or not damn so, that's impressive yeah i mean bunch of ones and fives and tens saving up. <laughs> i think i asked my dad i said can you just give them two i think it was like 200 bucks 250 i don't yeah. know i was like can you just give them large dollar bills so they don't have to sit there and count because i was literally thinking to myself i'm like man the people in the back are probably gonna be so upset when they yeah, literally see like, this wad of cash being handed to the cashier <laughs> it's like the guy in the delivery uh in the delivery and the drive-through line that starts like honking the horn when the guy in front's taking too much time Yes. Did you see there was a TikTok that was um, that surfaced this morning to me in my for you page? And it was a guy that was in the drive through lane for McDonald's. And um, (laughs) there was guys honking behind him. And it literally had us in the first half, not going to lie. He goes, oh, can I pay for the people behind me? So that was the first window. He got to the second window. He goes, oh, I bought two orders of things. So he took the both of them and he drove off. Savage move. (laughs) I saw that same one this morning, too. I I almost sent it to you. But that's an epic move. Yeah. Matt, what about you? So I never went Black Friday shopping, like ever. I don't really have anything that I've waited like in line for. Mm -hmm. But a fun fact uh, of something I've waited for a while in my life before I got. I did not get a smartphone until two months before I graduated high school. Wait, really? Yes. What the heck? I had a flip phone until my 18th birthday. <laughs> it was torture. Because here's what really grinded my gears when I was in like junior, senior of high school. Everyone played bike race. Oh, yes. Remember the app? Yes. And when I got my iPhone, Bike Race was outdated. Like, no one played Bike Race. And I was so mad because I've seen people play it, and I just wanted to play with my friends. And then I got my iPhone, and I couldn't play Bike Race because no one else played it. You poor thing. (laughs) Yeah. No, I legit had a flip phone up until my 18th birthday. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. I remember coming uh, out of track practice, 
into my mom's car and the iPhone was in the front seat. I almost cried. <laughs> I my first i my first iPhone was senior year in high school too. I got the oh. iPhone five C. Um, so it was the ones that had the first line of colors um, mm-hmm. that were introduced. So I think that's what I got. I think I got, got a blue one. I got a white one. Okay. <laughs> um, I think another thing, Matt, in your same scenario too, uh, another game console, believe it or not, uh, and I spoke about this before, but I'll share it again, the Nintendo Wii. Um, that had, again, the same, I guess, vibe as far as uh, – PlayStation 5 is going off the shelves crazy. Oh, um, I think even more. I think even more. Um, I think PlayStation 5 kind of took it up a notch as far as that, which, you know, to be honest, I can totally understand. Um, yeah. With the with the Nintendo Wii, um, from what I suspected and what I presumed, because this is what I was told, I forget what, what year. So I was maybe like, like middle school, maybe. Yeah. It had to be. Had yeah, to be I think school. I think middle school is about right. So, my aunt um, was stationed in a in an army base all the way out in Japan, um, and I was told that she bought a Nintendo Wii from Japan, and of course my parents paid it back and shipped it to the United States so I could have it for Christmas. I kid you not. There's pictures of me opening, and then like it's in my lap. And I'm like sitting on the floor and I'm like screaming and like you literally start seeing <laughs> tears coming out of my face. And then there's another photo that I'm like hugging my dad and mom and all, like, well, yeah, dad, mom was the photographer back then. <laughs> right. Um, and it was it was just like I, I, Christmas is not now that I'm real, like now that I'm like old enough to realize like Christmas is not about the gifts. But like exactly. at the time, that was truly like a Christmas miracle was like yes. getting a Nintendo Wii in front of you and like. Gosh darn it! I had to go to church right after we opened presents. Oh, so. <laughs> no, see that this is the move for all you people out there. You go to church on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to go to Christmas Eve and Christmas? No, no, Christmas really? Eve counts for Christmas Day. Oh, Christmas yeah, Eve counts. Must, Christmas, yeah, Christmas you're probably Day. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, if you want to get really fancy, if you have to get together with family during the day on Christmas Eve, some some churches offer midnight mass. Yes, on, on Christmas. I, yes. we do that now. I love Midnight Mass. It's great. Um, Especially yeah, you I, come home, have a shot of eggnog, go to bed, <laughs> wake up. It's Christmas. Uh, I what what was that? Where was my train of thought there? Oh, I feel like I have to go on Christmas because I have the obligation because my aunt Betty plays the organ and like that's when we actually like sing a okay. lot of, that's a lot of songs back at home. So that's uh, fair. maybe a little bit different this year considering yes. what COVID does, but. Um, Matt, any any other things you like waited for or or you know was looking forward to having? Um, I remember opening. I don't remember if it was the PS three or PS four. Okay, but I remember like I didn't like expect it for. I think it was the PS three. I didn't expect it at all, and like opened it up, and it was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like I don't remember how long I waited for it, mm-hmm. but it, it's just that was an awesome feeling. Yeah. Somehow we got Christmas tied into the su- subject again. God damn it. It's Christmas season. <laughs> it's Christmas season, baby. Um, well, hopefully if you got the PlayStation 5, um, lock, your, lock your house, hide your kids, yeah. hide your wife. Hide your uh, kids, hide your wife. Matt and I are going after it. <laughs> uh, Matt, moving on to another topic for today. Uh, last two topics for the entertainment are, of course, related to social media. I I got a bone to pick, Matt, and uh, and I heard that you got a bone to pick with got, uh, yes. the good old Graham Insta or the Instagram or the IG 
or I have a bone to pick with both number two and three segments. Yes, but let's focus on the IG yes. for now. Yes. So people have been realizing once they update their uh, their apps or Instagram, uh, they start to see a layout change. Now, I think any time when it comes to a layout change with the social media, it obviously it gets brought up in every other single social media conversation, including its own platform. Um, so it's always of, fun, real quick. It's always fun when you see Instagrams trending on Twitter. You're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so to kind of give the skinny or the quick uh, summary as far as what Instagram has done, um, I'm going to try to be as location uh, focused and directional based as much as possible. So okay. originally, what your bottom bar was, so all the bars that gave you the shortcuts were your newsfeed, your search, you could post. You could check your notifications and likes and your profile. Now, as of the time of this recording, if they didn't change it back, and I will open up Instagram, it has the newsfeed, the search, Instagram Reels. So Instagram Reels was replaced by the post feature. Instagram Shop, which is replaced by um, the likes and notifications, which you can find your likes and notifications in the top right-hand corner where your Instagram DMs are, and then you are back to your profile. So profile, home. And at one point, the search was not... Uh, it, it flipped back. So at the time, I believe something else was in the search section, and then you actually had to go to the top right-hand corner. But now, again, your notifications and how you post is now on your news feed and on the top right-hand corner of that. I don't like that. <laughs> it, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> so here's the first thing I'm going to say. And this goes for all social media apps, but mainly for Instagram. I understand like they release like news features as like, oh, this might change in the update. This might change. People, do I, I did not know this was coming. Nine, I feel like 90% of people don't know it's coming. I didn't know it was coming. All social media apps, companies, whatever, they need to do one. They need to do two things. They need to one survey people and like do actual surveys that make you do it on the app of like, would you like changes? Like, what would you like changed on the app to make it better? Two, they need to, and I'm serious about this next one. Yeah, they need to give a week notice. Be like, <laughs> hey, listen, we're having an update. Be prepared for changes and don't give a shit for it because you're going to get shit for it. <laughs> like they need to give people a notice because I can't like when I go on Twitter, I don't want to read about Instagram. Does that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense, Matt. Um, I, I, I found a tweet. Uh, I've been really fortunate of like starting to follow people like in my my background now and I'm starting to see the engagement and the conversations that are happening. Um, one of the. Uh, well, again, I guess one of my comments is they're trying to shove reels down our throats. Yes. Um, which, number one, the muscle memory of you trying to post something is obviously yes. going to be where the Instagram reels are. So that then sucks. that's going to obviously trick your brain into, oh, now I'm in reels now. What the heck? And then sometimes you – I don't know if you do this. You accidentally click on the – when you used to click accidentally on posting, like you're about to post something, but really you didn't. Uh I that's happened to me a lot. Instagram. It's happened to me a lot. I mean, I don't even post that often, but it really at times, like if I misclick, I go to the post feature. But anyway, right. Um, the shop feature, 
I understand there's a correlation between the Facebook shop and then the Instagram shop. I don't think I understand it, but I also don't believe in it as much as like what, Facebook shop. What common person is going to go on Instagram shop and find something to buy? So here's here. I guess here's my professional opinion on that. So all these influencers that are yes. coming together. Okay, um, we're on the same page. Yeah, so one of the comments, I'll say this comment now. Uh, Instagram is slowly changing from a social media platform to an online flea market. Um, oddly enough, that was a tweet. <laughs> tweet about Instagram. Uh, <laughs> uh, so with this, I mean, I, I get it. It's becoming more heavily centric with ads with collaborations yes i here's my take i feel like brand influencers or brand ambassadors need to be more creative instead of being like oh i love this product so much matt look at this product this product is neat i want so many more you can too by going to the link in my bio and taking 20 percent off your order like there needs to be some sort of creativity rather than them just like wearing it snapping it posting it link in bio take 20% off like that's that's my take yeah I'm just scrolling through shop for the first time now yeah this update was just made for Instagram influencers this benefits yeah. no one but Instagram influencers so Matt what's your first take on the shop um I'm seeing posts that I see in sponsored posts okay and I'm seeing like uh fifth year who they make actual posts on their account for their own stuff uh spitting chiclets uh, the it's a hockey podcast I'm seeing their merchandise. I don't even know 80% of this shit. I mean, like... So what okay, you mean to tell me... Like baseball teams in there, which <laughs> I guess they get more coverage. So what you mean to tell me is we need to start our own merch. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, sure. But like... Very hesitant. All right, let me click on a post and actually see what okay. happens. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna click We're doing a live, live demo of Instagram okay, Shop. so you can swipe. And then it takes you to their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just stupid. So you're still jumping to the website? Yes. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll click on H&M. Okay. Uh, it took me an H&M, an H&M post. Like, legit, it's just an H&M post. That's and then dumb. you scroll down, and it's more products from this from this company. And then it you just keep scrolling, and it's new companies. Hmm. I feel like this is just like the search yep. bar, but just for for stuff to buy i mean as consumers i'm gonna say that because sometimes i need to deviate from consumers versus the producer aspect but as consumers matt you and i go on instagram to grab entertainment to sometimes grab information depending on what your your feed looks like um but really i am not it's almost it's almost like it's throwing a bunch of ads at me that i never asked for yeah no i i feel like again if you're an influencer it's great for you. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me personally, I use Instagram to, like, I follow some sports teams. Dank and memes. I follow people that I know. I actually don't follow <laughs> meme accounts. I don't either. Um, <laughs> I follow people that I know to, like, catch up on what's catch going up. on in their lives. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow a whole lot of celebrities on Instagram. That's just not my thing. I know people go crazy for it. And that's great. Um, another problem I have, there's too much stuff going on in the top right. Yeah. Like, I do the, post admit bu- that. the post button, moving the post button is stupid. That was dumb. I if, if I could understand, like, 
if they wanted to put this shop thing on the main bar at the bottom. Yeah. But then they sort of put reels in the top right and kept the post button there. That was the biggest mistake I think they made. Now, Matt, you and I, we both have the, I guess to, to categorize it simply, the plus phones. So you have yep. an eight, you have an eight plus. Yep. You have an eight plus. I have a tennis max. Um, trying to like, if you're sitting there with your hand, like with one hand, you, you literally have to like move your hand up and yeah. I can't even reach my thumb with it. Like, I know <laughs> the one thing I do kind of like is when you start scrolling, uh, if you have, for people that have two accounts on Instagram, you can change your account on the main page. I do kind of like that. Um, you don't like that? Well, no, I, wait, oh, I, I thought you, I thought you, you didn't like that? that. So if you start scrolling, <laughs> okay. you see your name in the top left. Oh, you mean you, you gotta get on your profile. Sorry. Yeah, but then you can, home. you can just change profiles right from your, right from there. Do you want to, do you want to hear another trick? Absolutely. Bottom left hand, bottom right hand corner, you see a little profile. Yeah. Press and hold on it. Nope, not working. Oh, maybe because I already clicked on it. Oh, okay. So why do we need three different ways to change <laughs> profiles? Then listen, man. Because then you can click on your profile and then click <laughs> your name at the top. We gotta talk to Zucks. <laughs> I just don't like. Did they really think this was a good idea? I don't know. Because people are pissed. All I could think about was I listened to a podcast on my way home from visiting Jenna, and and I, I just need a clean take. Um, the podcast I was listening to talking about social media, they called him Zuckerberg. <laughs> and that was yeah. like, I was like, wow, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> but you know, I, all I have to say is more power to the people, the influencers, because it's a hustle. Like you're making money, you're you're doing a great job. I just think it could be less more shoving it down your throat to the consumer aspect. Yeah, they could have organized things a little better. A little bit better. Um, so if you like it, you can let us know too. Um, but I doubt we've been getting a lot of positive feedback based on this new layout. I wonder how Fleetwood Mac feels about <laughs> the new Instagram update. Oh, Matt. So I'm the... We- Oh. That's that's what we call a segue in the podcast business. <laughs> there, people. No, it's called a pivot because you pivot one subject to another. It's <laughs> a segue. Um. Oh yeah. So Matt, Matt was keepers. Oh, I can't believe I had to follow up with that. Um. So our final topic for today uh, is, of course, another social media app that recently just got a new update. Uh, at the time of the recording today, uh, this morning, I should say, um, if you went on Twitter, if you are a Twitter user, you noticed something very similar um, in comparison to, let's just say, one, two, three, four, four of the most, five of the most used apps on your social media. Um, they started introducing stories, um, which Matt so badly put um, are called fleets. Um, so I had to do a little research as far as how they got the name. Um, and what it is, it's fleeting tweets. Now, what this basically is, and I, I told you right then and there, it's a story that you post on Twitter. And then same concepts, you can type on it, uh, you can add colors, you can tag people, but like I feel like you have to actually put in the actual handle's name before you actually do that. Um, you can tweet the fleet, which I did. I mean, I, I tested For- it out today. Um, Matt, you seem a little puzzled. Uh, I'm just, just, I opened up like making the fleet and I'm just so confused. 
<laughs> wow, we're doing a live demo here, ladies and gentlemen, on this podcast. So, <laughs> um, actually, I did our first fleet. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure this out. Um, I we, I did my first fleet today. Um, with actually one of our first guests on the Funny Business Podcast, oh, that's right. Emily Wenzel. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I was like, what the frick? And I was like, all right, here, be a part of my first fleet. <laughs> um, and Millie actually put it in a really cool uh, context. It was called uh, Fleet Season. I, okay, I do like that. Fleet Season. I was like, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> um, do, you, do you remember when Facebook got stories? Yes. Do you remember how many people said how unnecessary Facebook stories were? Which is even more ironic because Facebook owns Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So where's what's Twitter's thinking? We're like, hey, you know what this app needs? You know what the world needs? More, more stories, stories at the top of your Twitter feed. So you ready to hear this, Matt? So meanwhile, I was kind of trying to see what, what was possible. So number one, um, I guess the originator was Snapchat. Yes. Then Instagram got them. Yep. Then Facebook got them. Yep. Then YouTube got them. Didn't know YouTube had YouTube them. has stories. Did not know that. Then LinkedIn has stories. I'm not even getting into that. <laughs> not even getting into it. And now Twitter has stories. Am I stupid? Did Twitter try stories once? They did, uh, which is still a, a, an applicable use of Twitter. Um, it was like voice messages. Oh, yes. That's right. That was voice yeah, that's messages. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, why? Just why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> I just, I'm so, I don't. Yeah. Well. Go ahead. I'm trying to find words. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, hold on. Stephen A. Smith posted a fleet. Let's oh, God. Let's this live on the podcast. <laughs> Um, it says tap for fun. Oh, no. Oh, it's a video. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. All right, never mind. All right. That wasn't fun. Stay off the weed. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say. As a as a producer aspect in the social media world, um, if I was able to handle such capacity, there are now so many stories that a individual has to face now every single day. Reply to story replies. Do this, do that. Format any pictures or graphics that they have together if they want to put it on their story there's just too much i get here's the one co the comment and the positive note but it's also a, a, a i don't want to say it's also up for debate um there's also there's always this discussion you know do you post everything on do you post the same thing on every platform or do you you know do you differentiate Right. Um, I think there's been a general consensus that it's okay to post the one thing across all platforms because right. people follow you in other aspects, but yet some people see it first on Instagram. Some people see it first on Twitter. Um, I, I get the synchronicity. Yeah, well, take your time. Si <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, the, this, I'm not even going to say it. Syn synchro. Oh, man. You, dude, you're doing fine. No, you're, I'm not. You're, you're doing, no, you're okay. <laughs> Says the one who acts like an 80-year-old right now. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, ideally, I, I get the whole uniformity between that. And I, I just think in that same aspect, it's okay that Twitter released stories. But also, I'm kind of like, really, man? You couldn't do anything different. In their defense, oh, Matt, people said the Twitter. same thing. No, well, no, I'm not defending. Uh, people kind of said the same thing about Instagram stories mm -hmm. and they have 
taken over the story game. I love it. Yes, like they Snapchat took a big hit there. But that being said, I don't see people moving away from Instagram stories and be like, oh, I'm going to fleet today. That's just a silly word. <laughs> yeah, just call it Twitter stories. Like I'm I'm looking at fleets right now and people are just calling it Twitter stories. Now Matt, we're gonna we're gonna come up we're gonna come up with a quick list. Um okay. but but our own lists. Okay. So let's say you had content to push out. Yeah. Let's just say you had the same amount of followers across all platforms. Okay. Tell me the order in which you would post on the stories. So Snapchat and it's it's appropriate across all platforms. Okay. So just because I'm going to say LinkedIn, but it's like, well, what the heck? What if it's not appropriate for LinkedIn? Right. So um, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have Snapchat, you have LinkedIn, and you have YouTube. That's six, right? I can't do math. Yeah, I think. Um, I counted six, I think. All right. Instagram's number one. Okay. Um, Twitter's number two. Okay. Uh, Snapchat, no, YouTube three, okay. Snapchat four, Facebook five, LinkedIn six. So I would do your. So I would do Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. No, Snapchat's at the bottom. I'm literally bumping everything up. I would put Snapchat last. I okay. barely post on Snapchat anymore. Yeah. I would. I, I'm going to change my. I'm going to put Snapchat five. LinkedIn is still six. <laughs> Why? Tell me about LinkedIn. I, I just. I don't know. Like, I feel like LinkedIn's vibe is totally different from everyone else. Okay. As you know, that's their brand. That's fine. All right. But like, I don't. And maybe it's because I don't post a lot of LinkedIn. But like, I don't see how like a LinkedIn story mm-hmm. matches what you post on LinkedIn. Yeah. Little, little rant. It's complicated because LinkedIn is all about professionalism. And usually what people post content-wise is about their profession. And okay. not many times people can post about their profession because they're working. Uh, if you're on True. social media during the workplace, if it's not appropriate during the workplace, not comparison to a social media manager or those that are supposed to be on it, it's a little weird. Like, are you going to post, like, your laptop and be like, oh, that work grind or, like, hustling on that work grind? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I so. guess that's that's a good point. But yeah, Snapchat, I feel like I haven't posted on Snap. I can't even tell you the last time I posted on Snapchat. Yeah, I don't really post a lot on Snapchat either. I also just live on this podcast made my first fleet. Oh my God, so. we got to look at it. <laughs> now remember, it goes away in 24 hours. So, yeah, But it, I think we should say this. We just made fun of Twitter for making fleet. Jeepers we both creepers. put it, we both ranked it number two. We did. Jeepers that creepers. does say something. <laughs> You literally yes. get me in the best reaction. Yes. No, it's <laughs> I, uh, iconic photo. It is kind of funny how we just spent like 10 minutes wrecking Twitter for making fleets. But we, we both ranked it number two. <laughs> I think that's the power of Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, we both love Twitter. Like, there's it's, not it's my favorite app. Of it. It's my favorite. It's your favorite, favorite app. app. Yes. I, I feel like there's going to be more. And TikTok you're also able stories. to. Tony, did, no. did I just come up with a million dollars? I think you might. Idea? I mean, oh. it might come next week for all we know. Like <laughs> TikTok, I want royalties. Oh God, oh man. Well, you'll see us fleeting soon. Uh, not sure how, but we'll, we'll find out. It just um, sounds weird. But 
yeah. So let us know what you think. Again, if you want to share it on our social media, we are on all the platforms that have a story. So yep. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, that concludes our entertainment topics for today. When we come back, Matt has his sports topics. You don't want to go anywhere. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Uh, let's start off with my Thursday Night Football prediction. Uh, lost last week, but that's okay. Shucks. Uh, this week is the Cardinal Seahawks. Best game of the week. I'm already going to say that right now. Uh, the first time these two played, it was Sunday night, and it was in this crazy game. People have made this take before. I'm going to jump on it. The Seahawks don't ever play in a normal game. They just don't. Uh, I think the Seahawks will win. I'm going to say 31-28. to 28. Close game. Seahawks win. Uh, I also wanted to touch on two things. Today's going to be heavy on the NBA. Uh, my master's prediction, both my master's predictions were looking pretty good after two rounds. Unfortunately, those four rounds in golf. Uh, <laughs> I told you big bitch Bryson was not going to win. He did not. And Mike, I have an epic tweet I would like to read to you. Not who tweeted. Okay. Uh, it is from Joel Beal. I don't know who that is. Oh. I was going to say Joel indeed. <laughs> uh, someone was interviewing John Rahm. So John Rahm's like a top five player in the world. He is playing with Bryson DeChambeau the first two rounds. And Bryson, a lot of times uh, during his rounds, would hit a great drive into the rough and couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So the question to John Rahm after round two, I believe, was were you involved in the search for Bryson's ball at all? And Rahm responded, which one? Oh, just boom roasted him. Oh, uh, and then my Justin Thomas prediction, like I said, looked good for two rounds. Uh, but unfortunately, they play four. Uh, congrats to Dustin Johnson. He finally got the schneid and won a major, even though I believe he won one earlier this year because he always used to choke and it looked like he was going to choke. But then uh, and then before we get to NBA real quick, I wanted to mention, did you see the news that the Miami Marlins made? Yes, about the general manager. I'm going to yes. be, I, I hate to, to botch the name, but it's the first female general manager of yes. any Is baseball team. Kim Ang? I think so. Yes, I believe it's Kim Ang. We apologize uh, for any mispronunciation. Yes, there. the last name I believe is pronounced Ang because it's, and the yes. his last name is literally just NG, but I, I believe it's Ang. Uh, that's big. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything different from Derek Jeter. She's been working in baseball for like 20 years. Yeah, she's had multiple roles. In yeah, the she's MLB. worked with the Yankees before. Like, she's very well respected, and I kind of like it. Like, I I think it's – I think they're going to work, and the Mar- Marlins are an up-and-coming team, and you never know what Derek Jeter's got up his sleeve. It's not, not a bad thing when we have our first-ever vice president-elect female, and now we yes. have our first-ever uh, ge- female general manager. So yes. Kudos yes. to the women out there that are working hard and, and kicking some ass. Absolutely. So let's move on to the NBA. We have a lot of things to talk about, so it's going to be what we talk about for the rest of the sports uh, topics. <laughs> uh, the NBA draft, as of release of this podcast, was Ooh. Wednesday. As of recording, is tomorrow night. So, Mike, do you know the most talked about prospect in this draft? I actually... Can you name any player no. in this draft? Yeah, because of this whole COVID thing, yes. I'm like... I'm totally like just masked with like I, I don't know who who who's who. <laughs> so I love drafts, as I said with the NFL draft. The NBA draft is my favorite. 
I don't know anyone because, like, <laughs> I haven't watched college basketball since March. Uh, the projected number one pick right now, LaMelo Ball. No. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. he is. Uh, this is bad. None of this them is, played. <laughs> like, this is a very bad draft. Like right. very bad. Uh, my first question: How quick is it going to take Lavar Ball to take credit for Lamelo going number one? You're literally going to go from Zion Williamson to Lavar Ball. Like, I mean, Lamelo is not bad. Like, I know like Lavar got a lot of hype, and maybe Lonzo got drafted too because of Lavar. But LaMelo has actually played well. He played in Australia last year. Mm-hmm. He's not bad. However, we know LaVar is going to say something. Yeah. When is he not? <laughs> How quick? I have a... This has nothing to do with LaMelo. If LaVar Ball made a Twitter and got verified, I think he would have a million followers in a week. With how epic he... Could you imagine his tweets? I would First go... of all, they would, they would be in all caps because he talks in all caps. Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? The actor. Who? <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta make sure I, I say I, I'm, I'm thinking of the right. Okay, uh, he reminds me a lot, and you might laugh at this. Keegan Michael Key. Oh my gosh! That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. And, and just his mannerisms and like. Yeah, it's. I like... mean, the man said he would beat Michael Jordan one on one. On a basketball note. This draft sucks. I'm interested to see how many teams trade up and trade down because I feel like, if this makes any sense, the value from, like, I'm going to say 5 to 15 is greater than the value from 1 to 5. Does that make sense? Yes, because... So Can I I, I throw my my input just based on... So you said one to five from five to fifteen. Yeah, the value from drafting this draft five to fifteen is greater than one to five. So my thought process is because of how close deadlines are with each other, your f- drafts from five to fifteen are going to be more valuable in cap space as well as player rotation. Because I'm sure, as we're talking about later with some of the the quick swings that have just happened recently. Um, I feel like having adding those valued players, not all of them are bad, but they're just valued in a different way. Like it's much, it's much different compared to a college draft versus Chris Paul. Like there's, there's a bigger difference between the both of them, but then that also complements how you get people to certain teams. So you're right in a way. So my thinking is when you draft one to five, if you're picked in the top five picks, you're expected to be great, right? Rightfully so. This draft doesn't have five players that are like they're going to be. They're yeah, going to be amazing. You're right. So if you pick a guy in this draft at like eight, and he comes out to be an all star, that's going to be a steal. Mm-hmm. As compared to if you trade up to like the four pick because you really like a guy and he doesn't turn out well, you're going to get a lot of shit because you're like, what are you thinking? This draft sucks. Right. So I think it's going to be interesting to see if like the Warriors or the Hornets at the Warriors are drafting two, Hornets are drafting three. Even the Timberwolves at number one, if they trade down, trying to gain assets and like, you know what, we'll slide down in the draft and hopefully that guy works out instead of taking a big risk mm-hmm. of taking LaMelo Ball or Anthony Edwards is a guy that's probably going in the top three from Georgia. Yeah. It's kind of like a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Teams are iffy on him, so it's a big risk there. Um, 
as I did with the NFL draft, I will predict the top five picks. Oh, God. This is going to be awful. <laughs> I actually have to pull up to names pull up. <laughs> because I know, like, the. I think I know who's going the first three. Yeah. After that, I don't know. So, <laughs> right now, the order is the Timberwolves. Hold on. Let me pull up the actual order. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves at one. Okay. Golden State Warriors, two. Okay. Charlotte Hornets, three. Chicago Bulls, four. Cleveland Cavaliers, five. I'm going to say LaMelo is going to go number one. So that's to the Timberwolves? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say the Warriors, and I'm just going to predict this like there's no trades. Right. Warriors are going to go James Wiseman, the center from Memphis, who was very good, but he didn't play a lot in Memphis because he had some uh, eligibility issues. So then the Hornets are going to take Anthony Edwards from Georgia at three. Okay. At four, the Bulls are going to take Obi Toppin. Excuse me? The Obi Toppin, power forward from Dayton. Obi, O-B-I, Toppin. And the the big thing everyone's going to say, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. That's pretty (laughs) epic. Oh, man. I wish I was a commentator for that. (laughs) And then number five, who did I say is number five? Cavaliers. Cavs. Let's go with Denny Adizia from Israel. Oh, okay. That's that. That's not going to happen. Um, let's move on. Uh, did we have a week in the – did Ooh. we have a few couple days in the NBA? Um, Mike, I had this third on my list in the NBA, but I can't hold it in anymore. <laughs> As predicted on this podcast, the Suns traded for Chris Paul. <laughs> can we can we just have some context here? So I was – sorry, before you go into the no, – how well, how well CP3 is going to play well yes. with Booker and all of them. Um, I was in a meeting with a student during the work day. And, you know, I have my Apple Watch on me. So I'm, like, checking updates and, you know, if anybody texts me in case it's an emergency. And all of a sudden I see ESPN. I was like, oh, great. It's probably another football thing. And it said, breaking news, CP3. And I'm like – Oh, I was like, Matt texting me in three, two, and, <laughs> and your text was CP3 to the Suns, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're fine. I'm predicting it. We're going to have Phoenix Suns playoff basketball for the first time since 2009. Mike, I have not seen a Phoenix Suns playoff game since I was in middle school. Wow. Yes. So that's when Steve Nash. Steve Nash and Amari uh, Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire, yeah. Also, fun fact, people are making fun of Chris Paul. For like being old now, Chris Paul is going to make like thirty five to forty million dollars the next two seasons. Okay, big deal. That's that's thirty five forty. And people right? are going to say, "Oh, like he's going to get injured." Yada yada yada. The last time the Suns were in the playoffs, they made the Western Conference Finals. Their point guard was Steve Nash. Chris Paul, right now, is the same age as Steve Nash was Stop. when they made the Conference Finals. Uh, him and Booker are top three backcourt in the league. Um, I'm very excited. We actually, it actually feels like we can like contend, and I just can't keep it in anymore. I've watched this team for so long, and they sucked. Um, DeAndre Ayton is another big factor. So he's kind of he's. We drafted him number one overall two years ago, two three years ago. He's kind of like if he like he's not into it all the time and doesn't give one hundred percent. Chris Paul is the guy that's going to get the most out of him. Like if he can't play with Chris Paul, he's done. Oh yeah. Um, but I've seen people say they're going to be a top four team in the West. I don't know about that. 
But I think they can definitely contend and at least win a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big news, the Houston Rockets are just falling apart. <laughs> so th- this tweet, this is not who tweeted. I do have who tweeted in a little bit. Uh, this tweet was on November 11th. It was from Legion Hoops. It says, trouble brewing in Houston. And the report came from The Athletic. Uh, first off, Russell Westbrook requested a trade. P.J. Tucker is irate over his contract situation. And Daniel House, Austin Rivers, and Eric Gordon are all unhappy with their role. Flash forward to today, James Harden has turned down an extension that would have paid him $50 million per year and is kind of pretty much demanding a trade to the Brooklyn Nets. Credit to us. We said when they fired Mike D'Antoni... The Rockets had to blow it up. Yeah. So credit to us for predicting that. Um, what do I want to start with first? Let's talk with Westbrook, because I know you're a very big Westbrook fan. I, yeah. His trade value is garbage. It is. Garbage. <laughs> like, I, no one – I haven't heard one team that is interested in him. It's it's getting back to the point oh, – I'm just trying to th- – no disrespect to the GOAT, but it's almost like when Michael Jordan went to the Wizards. Like, it was just kind of like, okay, it's just nice to have Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Like, But Westbrook's in his prime. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, let me look. Russell Westbrook has to be, like, 32 years old. I Just based on the seasons that he had with the Oklahoma City Thunder, of course, averaging that triple-double a game, you know, it's funny because it's almost like a psychology to it, like – you almost exhaust every part of your body to have that type of season, and then it's all downhill. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a shorter career than um, what's expected because of how much pressure, I guess, he had to exert just to have that type of caliber um, athleticism for that season. Yeah, so he is 32. Um, I think the league just changed, and Russell Westbrook hasn't been able to adapt. Guards have to shoot. He can't shoot. And he has to have the ball in his hand, which didn't work out with James Harden. I think we all kind of saw that one coming. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't even think they're going to get a first-round pick for him. I really don't. Yeah. Like, I was talking about this with our friend Rarig. Well, we'll get to the Nets. Mm-hmm. What team does he go to and you're like, they're instantly better? The Cavs. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> no, but they, they have two young guards they that they drafted. Like, um, the only team I can think of is the Knicks, and that's just because I think the Knicks is the perfect place because, one, they need a star to sell yeah. seats and sell tickets, and, two, they just have no one. But, like, other than that, I can't think of one team that he goes to and that team becomes better. Yeah, it's a, it's a toss-up. It is. It sucks. Um, I have two thoughts on James Harden to the Nets. I want you to tell me which one is more likely. Okay. Uh, my first thought, so 50% of me thinks that a team with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving wins the next two championships. My second thought is that James Harden and Kyrie Irving will not work. Kyrie Irving's going to get upset because he doesn't have the ball, and someone else is going to have to get traded. Which one is more likely? I'm going to go with the latter, the latter I, choice. I kind of think so. Uh, I don't know. Listen, if we're both wrong and it's based on the fact of egos that are set aside and they actually play the way that they play, then yeah. I mean, I could totally see them winning championships, but 
there was there ever a, a bad reason why both Harden and um, Durant split up, or was that just more so? Back the in the Thunders, Oklahoma City th- Thunder right, for right. Uh, context. Yes. So for people who don't know, it was Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Uh, they traded Harden because he kind of wanted the start. He was the sixth man in OKC. Mm-hmm. So there was no bad blood there. Okay. And then obviously Durant left for Golden State. Westbrook had an issue. But Harden and Durant never cl- clack, like collided. Okay. Like, they never had an issue with each other. And now... Reports are coming out that they worked out together during the off season, and they kind of talked about the idea of joining up. Interesting. Uh, if you can hear that, that's my garage door right now. Um, but it's tough to say. Like, if Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant, if he's back healthy, and you put him on a team with Kyrie Irving and James Harden, what team in the East is better than that? No one. No one. No matter it's, how it's much tough. you put through it. But again... Um, I think strategy is going to work best for teams that want to beat the Brooklyn Nets. And if egos aren't set aside and they actually go with the strategy, then I don't think it's going to work out. Right. The, the And the other issue is Kyrie Irving loves to have the ball in his hand. Yep. James Harden loves to have the ball in his hand. If you're going to convince one of them that he can't be the point guard, it's going to have to be James Harden. Mm-hmm. Which, now that I'm thinking of it, like Harden can kind of be a spot-up shooter, maybe. Which that could be his role on the team. Right. It's just you're going to have to convince Kyrie that he's not going to get the last shot. Mm-hmm. Which he kind of had the same problem with that in Cleveland because he yep. couldn't play with LeBron. And if you can't play with LeBron, I don't know who you can play with. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, Matt. Those to- to- two totally two different perspectives that, that are very valid in yes. this scenario. Um. There was another trade I wanted to talk about, and it was... Did you see the uh, Drew Holiday trade? I did. Did you see what the Bucks gave up for Drew Holiday? So if people don't know, Milwaukee Bucks traded for uh, point guard Drew Holiday. Did you see what they gave up? No, I didn't see that. Uh, it was Eric Bledsoe. Oh. George Hill. Oh. Three first-round picks. Jeez. And the right for New Orleans to swap first-round picks in two different drafts. Who'd they get? They got Drew Holiday. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. Yeah. Like, but, like, just Drew Holiday. It's like you're gutting – you're literally gutting your entire – is it backcourt or frontcourt? Backcourt. Is it backcourt? Yeah. literally gutting so, your backcourt. So, here's – it makes sense for them to do it because, like we talked about, Giannis could leave. But if this doesn't work out – well, Giannis is gone. Yikes. Yeah. And then if Giannis leaves and you just gave up like five first round picks for Drew Holiday, it's a tough look. <laughs> uh, um, I like this trade for Milwaukee, though. I think right now, unless James Harden goes with the Nets, I like them coming out of the East. I know that's a hot yeah. take. Eh. It's, it's competitive. I'll, I'll give it give it that to you. It's pretty competitive. I, I would give them the edge over Miami right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then the only other funny thing the Bucks did, they are doing a sign-in trade for Kings player Bogdan Bogdanovich. Just a great name. That's amazing. Whenever your first name spells out the beginning of your last name, Bogdan Bogdanovich, you're an awesome player. Bobo. Uh, last thing of NBA trade free agency news, when do you think Woj and Shams are going to sleep? No. <laughs> Woj? 
tweeted. I I think Woj tweeted like fifty times. What, what a Woj bomb! Well, well yeah. it's like a Woj Woj bomb and Shams. Do you know Shams? No, I don't. That's Shams Charania. He's like twenty three. 24 something like that and he's like the second best insider behind Woj I think he works for the athletic mm-hmm. they have been tweeting nonstop, just breaking every story I don't I, I don't know how those guys do it report by Woj <laughs> I can always see that when it comes anywhere for ESPN yes. like I just I don't know how they do it because your phone has to be blowing up constantly absolutely uh last sports segment for today it is time for the return of sports trivia. Uh, so it's NBA Draft Edition. So it's kind of a little history of the NBA Draft. So, Mike, I like I told you before, I have some softballs in here. Number one is a softball. Okay. Let me slide my word over so I can see your reaction. Hold on. Give me two seconds before I... I, I how, are you nervous? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Okay. What NBA team drafted Kobe Bryant? Oh, Chicago Bulls, yeah, that's okay. Los Angeles Lakers, Charlotte Hornets, New Jersey Nets. Charlotte Hornets, final answer. That's an easy one. <laughs> uh, similar question for number two. Okay. What NBA team drafted Vince Carter? Golden State Warriors, Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto Raptors, New Jersey Nets, Dallas Mavericks. We go Vince Rap- Carter is the player. Raptors. It's incorrect. I did not know this one. It, it was the, the Golden State Warriors. Mm. I believe they traded him on draft night. Number three okay. is my favorite question I came up with. Okay. Um, it's kind. Of, it's conf- uh, if you need clarification, let me know. Yeah. What point guard was drafted right before Steph Curry in two thousand nine? So Steph Curry was the seventh overall pick. Mm-hmm. Who was the sixth? Okay. Ricky Rubio. Johnny Flynn, Jordan Farmar, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Kyle Lowry, final answer. Is incorrect. Oh, it, is, it is Johnny Flynn, oh, which yeah. is just one of the, that's the draft that back to back picks five and six. Minnesota took Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn, and then the next pick is Steph Curry. All time bad one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a softball, number okay. four. Right. What pick? Was Dwayne Wade selected in the 2003 NBA draft? Second, fifth, seventh, or eighth? Oh, no. Think about this. If you think about it, you'll know. Fifth? Second, fifth, fifth seventh, eighth. Fifth? Fifth. That's correct. Oh, God. <laughs> That's because... the infamous draft of Darko Milicic going number two. Right. <laughs> and Chris Bosh was the fourth pick. Fourth, I think. Yeah. And Carmelo was the third pick. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron was... Number one, yes. Number one. <laughs> number five. So you're two for four. Two for four. Okay, 50. Who was the number one overall pick in the 2013 NBA draft? Don't pull it up. I'm sorry. I'm like clicking I on heard my next click. topic. <laughs> um, sorry. All right. Number one pick in the 2013 NBA draft. 2013, okay. Giannis Ndedekumbo, CJ McCollum, Alex Len, Anthony Bennett. So the Heat won the NBA Finals that year. You want I I will give you no uh, never mind no don't give me a hint. Say that one more time. Giannis Antetokounmpo, C.J. McCollum, Alex Len, Anthony Bennett. Uh, I'm gonna go with 
Anthony Bennett, final answer. That's correct. Oh, Anthony Bennett. That that was one of the worst picks of all time. Yeah, I was like, they, they, I was like, 2013 does not seem yeah. like a year that I remember that like I, the draft was like super good. Like, if I remember, he played like half a season in the mm-hmm. NBA. He was bad. Yeah. Wow. You're you're on a roll, right? I'm on a roll. <laughs> what NBA team drafted Ray Allen? Minnesota Timberwolves, Seattle SuperSonics, Boston Celtics, Phoenix Suns. Seattle SuperSonics, final answer. It's incorrect. Shit. It is Minnesota Timberwolves. He did play with them before he the SuperSonics. He did play with, he yeah. played with KG at the time, too. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, okay. number seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, what player was not drafted number one overall in their respective draft? So three of these guys were number were one number overall one. picks. Who mm-hmm. was not? Okay. Blake Griffin. John Wall, Jason Kidd, Chris Weber. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Blake Griffin was number one. Who was the second one? John, John Wall, Wall was number one. The other two, two options. The other two options are Jason Kidd Jason and Chris Kidd Weber. Or Chris Weber. Jason Kidd, final answer. That is correct. Oh, here we go. <laughs> People forget the Orlando Magic had back-to-back number one picks. It was Chris Weber and Shaq. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, there's a rumor that the Wizards and the Rockets are discussing a John Wall for Russell Westbrook trade. Mm. And the Rockets are demanding more than John Wall. Well. <laughs> what are you doing? There? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, let's see. You're four for seven, I believe. Wow. Uh, wow. This one I think is a softball, okay. but we'll we'll see. Ready? Who was the number one overall pick in the 1984 NBA draft? Sam Bowie, Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley. Okay, so 1994. 1984. 84. Sam Bowie, Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley. Okay, I'm going to be really embarrassed if i get this wrong is it michael jordan final answer it is incorrect it's, Char- it's charles barkley it's hakeem elijah <laughs> i believe elijah was one boy was two jordan was three jordan was three barkley was five mm-hmm. all right let's see if you can finish 500 or better okay these next two it is nba draft related but it's about college oh great <laughs> What college has the most number one overall uh, okay. picks in the NBA draft? Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan. So it's between, in my head, it's between Duke and Kentucky. Okay. Regis, is that, <laughs> that's my 50-50. Are good with that? <laughs> Decline to answer uh, that question. Damn it. Um, Kentucky, final answer. It was Duke. Duke, shit. <laughs> Zion last year put them over. Oh, put the them edge. over. Was it? Believe they believe they have four. Okay. And then Kentucky and Michigan, I think, have three. Kansas okay. has two or three. Okay. All right. All this right. is the all five hundred. Five time. The five hundred. What, <clears throat> what college has the most first round picks in NBA draft history? What was the previous question? First overall picks. For number one overall picks. Oh, first round picks. Okay. This one is first round picks. Okay. I was just like, yes. what? Okay. Go ahead. North Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA, Indiana. 
I feel I feel like the the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music like it's like the heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> when are we um, reading again? What's that? We want you me to read. No, I'm just gonna shoot my shot and go with UCLA. Final answer. It was Kentucky. Uh, Four for ten. You, listen, I, you did you did good. Yeah. You did good. So <laughs> that is sports trivia. That concludes the sports segments for today. It is time for dude. That's crazy. Y'all know how this works. Uh, you went first last week for yes. say what? So I will go first this week. Okay. I have to pull up. I have two great ones for today. All right. I will do my first one, which is sports related. I just want to get the number correct. Oh, good. Lovely. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's about Vince Carter. Oh. Oh, I'm ready to Vince, hear this. Vince Carter has played with or against 38% of all players who have ever played in the NBA. Want me to read that again? Yeah, read it one more time. Vince Carter has played with or against 38% of every player who has ever played in the NBA. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy that is insane 38 percent. that's almost half yeah like in in retrospect like right and to put it in perspective he was drafted in 99 retired this past year in 2020 right. he did technical play in four different decades but that is just wild because you had the end of the eras coming up between like the barclays and the jordans and yep like all these other ones and, and then, then the start of the kobe's started, the dirks the tim right. duncans wow. went to lebron kd anthony davis Giannis, that's crazy luca yeah that's wild that is wild. vince carter his he's so his career is so underappreciated oh yeah absolutely I, he never won a title but like what a guy the guy what lovely amazing yes uh your first one mine's a little out there <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Actually, let me say let me save that one for last. How about that? Um, okay, I saved so, my best for last two. Why are people with glasses considered smart if they failed a test to get them? Whoa, <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. You took an that's eye. That's why test. I wear contacts so people you don't fit. think I'm smart. You fail an eye, you fail an eye test. You have to get glasses, yeah, or contacts. But you do think, like, when you see someone with glasses, you you kind of think they're pretty sophisticated. All the four eyes, man. Yeah, like, well, you've never, like, every time I go for like, if you go to see like a financial advisor, and they're wearing glasses. They always have glasses. I hate like to... you go to a librarian, you need help finding a book or with a source for your paper. They're wearing glasses. You're like, let's go. <laughs> I have to admit, sometimes. So I I am prescribed glasses, um, yep. but not in not comparison to the um like the intensity me. like you. Yeah. Um, I sometimes Mine's wear them. I sometimes wear them just because. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's I mean, like a little guilty, right there, but especially if you have like the right pair of glasses for your face. Like some, oh, yeah. some, like I never found like the pair of glasses that I love wearing. But right. like, if if you're one of those persons that like loves wearing your glasses, I'm gonna assume you're smart. 
I think I wore my glasses to when I went on my first date with Jenna because yes, she I I left. I got almost I got nervous. I always like like to admit how nervous I was that night. Um I almost forgot my glasses at Bar Louie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and she stopped me. She's like, Don't forget those. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Thanks. That would have been epic. <laughs> that would have been epic. Uh, and the rest was history. So, <laughs> Yes. Um, all right, man. I'm ready to hear your second all one. Right. Are you ready for this? No. <laughs> if every single... <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> if every single person in the world played in a giant rock, paper, scissors tournament, okay. the winner would only have to play 33 times. What? Yeah. Let me say that again for anyone that didn't hear the first time. If everyone in the world played in a rock, paper, scissors tournament. So that's about what's the population? 7.6 like? Like billion. Okay. The winner would only have to play 33 times. The math adds up. I did it. <laughs> 33 times. Oh, man. That. Dude, that's crazy because how like we play all these round robin tournaments with everybody and it feels like it takes forever but yeah. yet you put the whole world against each other and the one winner has yeah. to only play 33 times so i'm gonna do i'm gonna open my calculator real quick okay just this, this was my thought process i did not believe this at all all right so in my calculator i have to go this way i have 7.6 billion, which is roughly. Okay. So let's think. Divide by two. You're already down to 3.8 billion. Why are you dividing by two? Because they play half the them. people have to win. Half right, the people have to win. Divide by two again. 1.9. Divided by two. So that's four rounds. You're already down to 950 million. <laughs> I, this, I, this was a TikTok. <laughs> this was a TikTok. It blew my mind wow i thought it was false and then i legit sat on my phone and divided by 233 times and it worked wow because what would you think that number would be something like 200 200, times 200 yeah 33 times yeah math is so weird oh math is strange (laughs) all right i'm ready oh man i I don't know how how you're gonna like this i saw it on facebook and i'm like you know what I was like, I don't know if it's a dude say what or a dude that's crazy. But I was like, you know what? Let's do it today. Okay. Are you ready? I hope. So, Cowboys and Ninjas. Okay. Cowboys say yee-haw. Ninjas say hi-ya. And I can argue that all they are doing is just switching the words. Yee-haw. Yeehaw. I gotta sound this out. Yeehaw. No, I don't think. Hold on. So, Y E E H A W for cowboys. Yeah. H A W Y E E for ninjas. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> I guess I was thinking like high, like H I. But when yeah. you phonetically, whoa, 
That's weird. We've literally had all these conversations about ninjas versus ninjas versus cowboys, yep. cowboys, or cowboys and ninjas or pirates. And pirates, and, and it's close whatever. enough. Close enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy when you think about it, because that's like there's both their signature catchphrases. Yeah. Damn. Maybe like the first ninja and the first cowboy were like arch nemesises. And they just like one of them stole the other person's stole. catchphrase, and they wanted to switch it, so they didn't take any copyright. <laughs> it's like Mr. Krabs and Plankton. Like Plankton <laughs> keeps trying to steal the Krabby Patty formula, and one of them was just like, "Ah, screw it! I'll just yeah, hi ya, hi Imagine like a battle of cowboys and ninjas. You're like, hi ya, Wait, no, we say that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that Hot blew diggity. my mind. There you go, man. Crazy. It's all good in the hood. Yes, sir. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up today because Matt's a little brain dead. I'm a little brain dead too I myself. I need some Tylenol. He needs some Tylenol. My back is absolutely <laughs> pounding. He needs some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. Um, make sure you follow us on our social media. You subscribe to our YouTube channel. We post all of our podcasts and other live streams and other things that are fun and exciting on there. Um, next week. So this is episode 30, 31. One. It's going to be 32 next week. Um, yep. Matt, anything exciting coming up that, uh, the world should know about or, I mean, it's kind of a Thanksgiving episode next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing yeah. a Thanksgiving episode. It's a little weird because we're publishing it on Friday, unless we want to post it Thursday. Um, I feel like for us, let's post it Friday. Friday. So the day after Thanksgiving, so it's after the apocalypse, and it's supposed to be Black Friday, so we're going to do Black Friday. Yep. Um And then uh, we're just jumping almost closely into all the holiday specials, so from yes. Christmas and yes. New Year's, so... If you I have any, go ahead. We we do have a list coming next week, correct? To look out for. We do. Yes. We might have to discuss that because I do not know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> Food. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Day yep. late, but we'll still do it because I feel like oh, it's necessary. Always. Yes. Um, but if you do decide, because obviously next next week is Thanksgiving. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about it, but. Please do it safely if you can. Yes. Um, enjoy it with the people. There's lots of ways that you can do it safely. Um, just please, for the love of God, let's just let's be smart. Just be smart. Please be yeah. smart. Make good make good choices, as my boss yes. would always Don't say. Don't put anyone else in danger. Right. Um, all that fun stuff. I mean, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Yes. Um, but please just be safe. So Yes. Um, and, and on that note. We'll see you all well, in the next hold episode. On, hold, whoa, on. Whoa. hold on. Whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have a bonus dude that's what? crazy what? for you all. What? Say it's what? It's kind of a bonus dude that's <laughs> crazy and say okay. what. Okay. Uh, I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. Oh, my God. Who started that? I know we said, like, uh, nope. who started that whole thing? We're running out of time. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Good old TikTok. Man. Ugh. Yikes. Sorry. Not sorry. You done? (laughs) Yeah, I'm done. Oh, man. Okay. Well, until next time, guys, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.
you do realize I'm like the the pretty one here. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not false. 